Radio. What's up? Hey, what's up? Oh, not much. Aloha. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. <laughs> yeah. No, just yeah, we got a nice little snowstorm coming through. We so. have a blizzard. We're in the middle of a yeah. whiteout blizzard. Yeah. Big winds, big snow. You know, I, I know you don't know anything about that out there in Ohio. So I, I know a thing or two. <laughs> so how you been man uh i've been all right um i yeah i noticed the uh, status update on izzy's facebook page like there's there's like a road closure because of falling rocks or yeah so we live between uh to get out of our little tiny valley that we're in there's three roads and two of them are canyons um, yeah, uh, so the divide is closed until they get to it. So until further notice. And, so April. I mean, that's what they yeah. did last year. Yeah. Um, and uh, Ogden Canyon was closed due to avalanches and falling rocks. Oh, shit. So. Hey, well, yeah, we're good. Right. Because <laughs> I works remote. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> Happy Martin Luther King Day, everybody. Woo! I have a dream of never leaving the house. Right, I want to. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, Mike, I am still recovering from pneumonia, and I like to have coughing fits right in the middle of podcasting. So, uh, my apologies ahead of time, and I will try and uh, run my ass away if I can. And uh, no problem, you sound better than you did the uh, <laughs> last episode we did, though. I'm doing much better. It's weird when, like, I actually am on the proper medications. And I think, like, like I said, I think the Zoom uh, nullifies a bunch of the the cops. So Good, go, like really high to really low, like it kind of mutes it out. So just redlining it constantly, redlining it. But as usual, it's a future Steve problem. <laughs> All right, maybe the horse healed it. Oh, there we go. Ah. Are you having visions? Are you? <laughs> uh, I am Steve. I'm having visions of pizzas. Oh my god. I have a dream. I am a snacker. I have inside me all the treats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, pizza. I have no salads. <laughs> Get that shit away from me. I love salad, babe. I know. <laughs> I have no napkins. <laughs> I had a nacho fountain at my wedding. <laughs> we did. <laughs> By the way, Mike, if you ever decide to get married again, or just for a birthday party, uh, I've never been married. But get uh, yourself no. a nacho cheese fountain. No, see, Mike's a wise man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, who was the one who wanted to go to to Vegas and have an Elvis wedding? Um. It was me. Well, it was you. And oh, now okay. they've banned Elvis wedding. Yeah. So my dream can never come true. You're, our family has robbed me of that. Well, maybe if we become friends with Austin Butler when he comes on the podcast. Who? And we talk about nothing but Fade Ralph uh, at the end of like, oh, hey, oh, Elvis wedding. God, no, I don't want baby <laughs> doll fucking Elvis. No. I want, honestly, I want the guy who started uh, American Gladiators. Get me a shady fat Elvis. Oh, jeez. <laughs> The Jay Sherman of yes. impersonators. Yes. You know what? You're right. We should have John Lovitz officiate our, our next wedding. <laughs> Dearly beloved, we are gathered here for money. 
There can only be one month what? with 2007's Highlander, The Source. <sighs> yeah. Okay, we're not alone for this one. Oh, snap. Oh, uh, we, we had to have the Highlander expert, <gasps> the homie Michael Bagford. Welcome, Mike. Ba, ba, ba. I am a Michael. I have inside me fatty foods. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mike, was this your first time watching The Source? It was. Oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you said you watched it before, but yeah. Uh, uh, are, are, are we still friends? Yes, we're still friends. Okay. okay. For now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How was you, babe? Is this your first time watching it? It is. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, you're right. It was my second time. It was the first time I cared about it. Yeah, it's the first time I kind of knew the people involved and what was kind of going on, sort of. Even then, not yeah. really. Yeah. I don't know. Well, like, at least, at least I knew who the characters were. Um, <laughs> I mean, we knew who Duncan was before. We did. 
because we hadn't seen the series or anything before, guys. And we spoilers. we 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 knew of Mythos because we'd seen the movie before. Yeah, we had seen Endgame. Oh god damn it! But uh, babe, before we get into this, my god, do you have something to drink? Oh Jesus Christ! Yes, I do. Uh, we have whiskey. No, the whiskey is on the other side of the room, and I'm lazy. We have from Uinta Brewing Company, Baba Black Lager. Yeah. And uh, do not take it Uinta's advice of uh, pack the map or forget the map. Pack the Uinta. Always pack the map. Always pack a map. Oh, we, like learn learn from the Highlanders' mistakes here and have a map, not just <laughs> a psychic lady. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and pop my tops. Oh, my top. Nice. Sorry, guys. I still don't have high pitch yet. <laughs> and poor. I don't think anybody's complaining. <laughs> hey, babe. <laughs> Who's going to be in the new Suicide Squad? I have no Who's idea. your favorite character in Birds of Prey? I don't think I can do it. Good. <laughs> Guys, I won. Happy New Year. Oh, my God. I can still do uh, it, Steve. You sound like Fran Drescher. So, anyway, I'm a black logger. And Chessa. Who's your favorite? <laughs> so, anyway, Bubba Black Logger is a delicious dark logger. No. Uh, yeah, guys, you, you, nice, smooth. Mm, got the roasty notes and stuff, which, yeah, you know, yeah, logger, yeah. you would think, oh, my God, that sounds horrible. Guys, it's. Fucking so good. So mad it's a seasonal. Mm-hmm. And uh absolutely gorgeous khaki-colored head that lingers. Khaki-colored and it's lingering. Mm-mm-mm. Mike, you uh, drinking anything on your end? Yes, I'm drinking skied vodka with orange juice on ice. Ooh. Ooh. He's going for the hard stuff. Yeah. We've heard him. Go for the screwdriver. Right? The source. Or I'm going to call it the source. Yeah. Oh, yeah, source, orange yes. juice, orange juice, and vodka is uh, a screwdriver. Yes, <laughs> you know how you make it the source. Add blue curacao. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Masada Geek. Anyway. <laughs> Call that a stork special. Uh, so you caught me off. Oh, okay. Thank right. you. So 2007's Highlander, the <laughs> the source from director Brent Leonard. Sorry, Brett Leonard. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Babe, this guy, nothing but bangers. Because okay. we start off with The Dead Pit. Have you seen that movie, babe? No. Yes, you did. Remember the uh, no. super hot Australian chick in the uh, psych ward and uh, hijinks and Sue? You, uh, you watched it with me. You were there. That's, 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 that's the, the John Carpenter one. No, that's the war that came. Uh, this was like '92. You want? Trust me. All right. Uh, how about Lawnmower Man? You ever seen that one? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's the director from the director's cut. That's like an extra forty-five minutes and includes <laughs> a whole ape thing coming some April, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, some Billy Idol music videos, of course. Uh, Virtuosity. Ooh. Uh, T Rex. Back to the Cretaceous. Find that on Tubi, I'm okay. sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, Man Thing. Man Thing. This. Oh. And Triumph. Triumph. Which I assume is about the insult comic dog or something. But Wait, there's an insult comic dog named Triumph? You don't know about Triumph, the insult comic dog? No. You, you don't know the... For me to pop on! The little hand puppet guy? No. What, what were you doing during the 2000s? Um, finishing high school. Hmm. There's no excuse. 
riding my bike and chewing bubblegum. Mike, do you know about Triumph, the insult comic dog? Oh, yeah. Go check out Triumph making fun of the band Bon Jovi on YouTube. There you go. And of course, characters by Gregory Wyden, story by William Panzer, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we've heard about them all month. Specifically for this movie, though, we have story and screenplay by Mark Bradley. Who's he, Steve? Uh, well, this is his only credit in anything. So that gives you a hint. Uh, and screenplay from Stephen Kelvin Watkins. Okay. Uh, he did this. <laughs> And he's also a producer of a movie from 20, 2011 called Claustrophobia. That's it. Excellent. Those are the writers for this thing. And makes a lot of sense. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but of course, starring in this movie, we have Sir Adrian Paul as Duncan McLeod of the Clan McLeod. Wow. What do we know him from, Steve? Uh, an episode of Murder, <laughs> She Wrote. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else was it? Oh, yeah. Was it like A.E.? Not after Earth, it was like Apocalypse Earth or something like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tracker coming soon. Yeah. Oh, what was that, Mike? A Christmas murder story, a bad film I tried to watch Ooh. during Christmas time one year, and I got through about 15 minutes of it and turned it off. Oh, nice. <laughs> that sounds right up our alley. <laughs> and of course, Jim Burns as Joe Dawson. Who's he, Steve? Uh, he ain't got no legs. He ain't got no legs. <laughs> yeah, great voice actor. It was like like eighty five credits or something. But he was like he was like Merlin in that uh, King Arthur and the Knights of Justice or whatever. Uh, he 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 gets around. He's he's got a career. Uh, and Peter Wingfield as Mythos. Oh, Mythos. Uh, remember he came on as he he was like a Doctor Slavic or whatever in 2004's Catwoman. Yeah, uh, he he pops up on things. I don't know. <laughs> and all right, here we go. Uh, Thekla Rutin as Anna Teshmaka, Teshimka, something like that. Okay. Uh, she's the girl in this one. Oh my god! The, the other love we'd never heard about during six seasons of. Or the 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 other ex-wife? I, I don't know. I keep waiting for Amanda to pop up and be like, who's this bitch? Yeah. <laughs> That'd have been great. Uh, instead, we get Christian Salamino as the Guardian. Who's he, Steve? Okay, fine, no, dude. Uh, I'm assuming a stuntman. I looked him up. He's in a lot of really bad movies. A lot. How do you know they're bad, is he? Well... <laughs> I looked at the covers and the titles. <laughs> on IMDb? No. <laughs> yes. No, not even on IMDb. On Google. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so, Mike, how did you watch this one? I watched it on Tubi and did not pay a dime for it. As you <laughs> should. <laughs> if you don't own the five-pack of the Highlander movies, and why wouldn't you? They're Yeah, it was what? All five movies were like 10 bucks, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's on Tubi, Freebie, Amazon Prime. I think it's all. Yeah, yeah. They they will not accept your money because they have a soul. Nope. Yeah, they know. <laughs> they know. <laughs> but all right, so we press play, <laughs> and we start off with Webster's Dictionary of an Immortal. <laughs> Every movies since the series needs to start. With the Duncan's opening monologue from the first season. <laughs> That's all we I need. I was born over 400 years ago in the Highlands of Scotland. 
I am immortal. I am not alone. Now is the time of the gathering where the flick of a sword can <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Instead, yeah, it's like, it, it, it pops up with like, I don't know, definition of immortal, and it's like, they can only be killed by chopping off their head. I'm like, damn, Webster, you're really going in deep on this one. Right? Uh, when they behead another immortal, they absorb their power. And then they can't have kids. That's the three things. Yep. That's it. Did we miss anything? They haven't yep. assigned them by the kings. Yeah! Woo! <laughs> they have no rivals. No one can be their equal. No, that's the part of the song I'm going to go ahead and argue with. They have nothing but rivals. <laughs> I believe every week we found out there was a new rival. At least one. Sometimes multiple rivals. <laughs> and sometimes they became friends with their rivals. It was like the NBA. Anyway. They have several rivals. <laughs> so many men could be an equal. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they'll take on a teenage ward. Bear, bear, bear. Uh, so the world is in chaos and decay. And I was expecting it like the year is 2024, like it was Highlander 2. Because right? <laughs> this is apparently like a post apocalyptic Highlander. Like this is in the not too distant right? future. Like they've it, gone to the future of us all. Yeah, it was it was like a uh, oh my god the 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 Bronx movies from the eighties the oh my god uh, Bronx Warriors or whatever. Yes, they yeah. returned to the Bronx or whatever. Yeah, but uh, but there's ta- and we're getting narration from somebody like but there's tale of a source and uh, you know the the whoever finds it can end the suffering blah blah blah. Oh, by the way, there's this guy named Duncan, and I loved him. Like, wait, what? Okay, let's stay focused. I guess I don't know. Uh, and sometimes I feel I can like feel him near me, stalking me, watching my every move and protecting me. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> and we're seeing Duncan like go on rooftops like he's fucking Batman or something. But but you know it's the the green screen rooftops like yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like the spirit. <laughs> yeah, that movie, babe. The spirit, yeah, with a uh, Samuel L. Jackson as the octopus Nazi, yeah, like oh, okay, yeah, oh, okay, okay. once, yeah, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you need, yeah. <laughs> and Scargo Scarjo got conned into it somehow, yeah. That was before I even knew who Scarjo was, I think. But uh, yeah, it 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 had it had that kind of feeling, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but basically, this lady's like, ah, oh, but there's two things I believe in: Duncan McLeod and the Source, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Gotta believe in something, I guess. So then we see this woman uh, being attacked by two guys, and they're getting, uh, what, slightly aggressive, you might say? Slightly aggressive. There you go. <laughs> Mike, what happens? Uh, Duncan shows up to stop him, gets into a fight with him. Uh, he beats him, and then he's like, Anna! and then it turns out that somebody else, and he's like, oh, Somebody else. And... <laughs> oh, so, sorry. I thought you were somebody else. Uh, gentlemen, proceed. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. That was the part we were waiting for. Where, like the guys like get up like, oh, man. Hey, get back here. <laughs> As Duncan like goes off to, I don't know, save another day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then we cut to Mythos. And um, I don't know. He's getting, I don't know, updates from all over the planet. And. 
the guy's like, oh, yeah, all the planets and celestial bodies in the solar system are lining up. And, you know, we got about three and a half days or so till that happens. And I'm like, the fuck are we talking about? Are we having a core situation right now? <laughs> but uh, plan B, you just you just expect and B. <laughs> but uh, and I love how like talking like the you know the minority report like uh, you know the glass screens that aren't really there kind of I don't know. Uh, but enough of that. Meanwhile, at the Rose Bowl, we have a bunch of homeless people living there, and uh, we see Anna. She's just walking around there, and uh, I don't know. She's just like looks up in the sky and is staring at like a screensaver of the planets or whatever lining up. <laughs> And then uh, she has one loaf of bread to feed like a hundred kids she finds under the bleachers. There you go. Okay. <laughs> we then cut to CN Tower in Toronto. <laughs> this movie is all over the fucking place, guys. I, I, I wish there was more to say other than it's a, it's a goddamn mess. But yeah, we see some guy. He's just like sneaking into the tower. Um, he's able to get past the security guy because the security guy's watching M- MMA on TV. I guess. I don't know. One of those Friday night fights. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. It like doesn't realize anything is going on until like he hears the elevator door open. The guy's jumping into. He's like, hey, get over here. And they just fucking unloads and I'm clack, 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 clack. <laughs> uh, but the guy, you know, his corpse falls in the elevator. And of course, he's in a mortal. So he gets to the top and he's like, oh, man, I hate that part. Uh, <laughs> and then he just hacks the computer by... I don't know, turning it on basically. And it's like, right. here are all the secrets. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he used a password, babe. Oh my God. There can be only one. Yeah. See, he knows what they're doing. I really hate this whole, this, I really hate this section. I really do. Well, they're, they're all just in like weird zoom backgrounds chatting with each other. I mean, maybe I hate it because I got the future so correct. Where they're all just zooming each other and not actually in the same room or on a set. <laughs> but yeah, there's a guy in a cyber church that doesn't really exist with one of the worst wigs I've seen in a long time. Uh, there's, I thought it was just a douchebag, turned out to be Mythos in douchebag glasses. Mythos is a douchebag in this one. Well, He's not Mythos in this at all. I mean, well, there's also the. He's not. Hey, look, there's trouble. I'm going to run the other way. That's what we want from Mythos. <laughs> well, and don't forget, third douchebag. Uh, I swear to God, his name was Richie or when they said it earlier. Right. G, though. Reggie. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, they bring back Richie. <laughs> They're really retconning this now. Uh, but yeah, the, basically, yeah, the, this guy in the tower and the uh, Mythos, Reggie, and uh, Giovanni, this uh, long-haired wigged albino, uh, <laughs> they're they're having a little Skype meeting or whatever, and the, the guy in the tower is basically like, all right, so I went to Gaza, and then I went to Central Europe, and I followed it to the monastery, and I, I think I might have accidentally released the Guardian. The Guardian has risen! And, of course, we're like, who the fuck is the Guardian? Eh, whatever, doesn't matter. Don't give a shit. <laughs> and then he's like, it's okay. I, f- I got the exact location here on this map. And he pulls it out and it's got like holes and blood all over it. Cause he just got lit up like a Christmas tree. And he's like, oh, okay. Well here, here are the coordinates. Like if you just, 
Oh, I'm sorry. We're getting some interference here. Uh, <laughs> you need to find this or it's too late. But then, babe, who's right behind him? Is it the Guardian? It's the Guardian! <laughs> uh, Mike, you want to describe the Guardian for us? Uh, he's like a uh, reject version of the Kurgan. He's He's got like this weird bull thing around his neck neck to protect it from getting cut off he has this weird hat thing with jig uh he he sucks yeah <laughs> he kind of looks like okay so picture a bodybuilder the okay. only thing he's wearing are sleeves <laughs> but but of course they're like the protective like metal armor sleeves um a giant metal cone of shame to protect his neck yeah like like you would put on your dog after a visit to the vet <laughs> Yeah, well, you don't want him chewing his stitches, babe. Yeah, exactly. He no. just, the Guardian won't stop looking at his hot spots. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And, and looks like, uh, fuck it, like, like Kano in Mortal Kombat, but if it's it was just on top of his head, like exposing a metal skull or something. It sort of looks like a weird version of like a conquistador hat, but like. I don't know, like the, like the metal conquistador. I mean, things. Yeah, but, but like, but if the brim were down around his neck. Yeah, like if he cut some holes in it and was wearing it wrong. Yeah, I was thinking, um, was it Pyramid Head or whatever from Silent Hill? Oh, just because of how giant this collar. No, was. helmet is cool as shit. Though. Oh, it is cool as shit, but 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 it comes out like has a point. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, anyway, so this guy, uh, and and he he just. So so bad. It, it looks like he's he's running, but it looks like the Johnny Cage shadow kick kind of shit from the first Mortal Kombat movie <laughs> or uh, or video game. I don't know. It's it's kind of silly, but uh, but he like goes into the tower and like ends up killing the security guy and goes up to the top and uh, there's just a really bad fucking fight between him and uh, this this Zane oh guy. Oh my god! I've fucking seen PlayStation Two graphics that were better than this. Yeah. I've seen PlayStation 1 graphics that are better than that. Fuck, I've seen Game Boy Classic graphics better than this. <laughs> I've seen Tiger Electronic Games graphics better than that. Neo Geo blows this out of the water. I've seen Playpen at Chuck E. Cheese graphics better. <laughs> Motherfucking hieroglyphics have better <laughs> DPI than this. It's time before time. They drew on cave walls better graphics than this. Mastodons. Fucking <laughs> anyway. T-Rex drew better graphics than this <laughs> with their poop. Which I'm assuming was like a bird and they could squirt it. Oh no, I'm killing my husband. Steve's gonna no, drown I'm, in his beer. I'm good. I'm good this time. But yeah, eventually, yeah, the Guardian just whoops Zane's ass. And just before he beheads him, he says, That can only be me. Swink. And then, yeah, we get a fucking quickening where, I, I don't know, all of CN Tower fucking explodes. And apparently Duncan's like a half mile away, seeing it in the distance, like, oh, shit. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, he, uh, you know, he goes to check it out, right? And, uh, <laughs> but, you know, yeah, the tower crumbles. And then we cut to Joe's bar um, because, uh, you know, we, we got to have Joe's bar. We missed it the last movie. Yeah. I even threatened to go to a bar. But is it like, Joe's oh. bar or is it Le Jazz bar? 
It's a Joe's Bar franchise in Toronto. I there we it's go. In the same town. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, we uh, Mythos ends up calling Joe and like, hey, you want to be in this movie? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, then, so then Duncan's walking around the rubble of CN Tower, right? And uh, he sees the Guardian and, and like just standing on top of the rubble. And the Guardian's like, this is the end of time! Like, he's super fucking stoked. Yeah! I mean, fuck, am I the Guardian, babe? <laughs> You're like, yeah! Fucking fall humanity, motherfuckers! <laughs> TikTok, motherfuckers! Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, of course, they end up fighting. Um, and there's just some horrible CGI shit going on during this fight, too. And, uh... Yeah, basically, Guardian gets the better of him because he does the like he does this like I don't know running around to the other side fast and attacking, and so it's just like Adrian Paul kind of turning like 180 degrees, like huh, 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 like turning back and forth That's as you see so this guy spinning around. Bad. Guys, just it's like a Looney Tunes cartoon. It's pretty bad. Just oh my god, just borrow some graphics from fucking the first Sonic the Hedgehog, okay? There you go. But uh, just when he's about to decapitate Duncan. Mike, who saves him? Joe comes to the rescue in this truck. Pretty much cramming into the Guardian. Yeah. And, okay, so when the Guardian gets hit by the truck and flies off screen stage left or whatever, does he yell out, Yo, Joe? I think so. Yeah, because I was like, wait, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, like, the Guardian oh, gets hit and he's almost, like, happy, like, Yo, Joe! I expect you to be in this movie or some shit, right? But I don't know. Uh, I, I didn't want to rewind it. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Then Joe, Duncan, you need to get in the get in the truck. We need to get out of here. And he's like, I don't think so. <laughs> and so it goes like, all right, cool. Puts two in Duncan's dome, <laughs> rolls him in the back right. of the truck. <laughs> Jokes on you, Duncan. I'll just kill. I'll just shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> And so then, uh, I don't know, we cut back to the Rose Bowl and we see Anna. Oh, motherfucking Anna. Yeah. And Anna's just kind of, I don't know, sitting in the bleachers, like, waiting for the comet to hit her or something. I don't know what. But she, like, glances up and there's this, like, I don't know, six-year-old boy standing in the middle of the football field. And he has this, like, super deep voice. It's like, Anna, seek the swords. (laughs) Seek the source. And she's just kind of like, what? Like just looking oddly. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Seek the source. Seek the elders. Cool. Uh, So the next morning, um, Duncan like wakes up in the in Joe's truck and he's like, oh, God damn it, Joe. Why'd you shoot me? (laughs) You're a watcher. You're not supposed to interfere. And he's like, the watchers haven't been around since like season five of the show. It's like a decade ago, man. (laughs) And uh, then we get a flashback to, I don't know, Duncan and Anna again, getting married. Uh, Now back to back movies where Duncan apparently got married, even though in the series he had never been married. Yeah. Apparently he just never stops getting married in the movies though. Oh shit! Were we being like, li- were we being lied to just like Tessa was? They lied to us through song. <laughs> Wait, was there a musical episode I missed? <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically, it's Duncan. Uh, like you know, 
Oh, hi. Hi, Mrs. McLeod. Hello, Mr. McLeod. <laughs> like that kind of shit. Just uh, like, yeah, we're married. And he's like, uh, so yeah, just so you know, I'm immortal and I will never die. And she's like, yeah, but I'll die. I'll, I'll like get old and stuff. Right. I don't get it. What babies? Yeah. Yeah. Cut to sometime later. It could have been five minutes later. It could have been five years later, but she's like, I'm leaving you, Duncan. I want to have kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> this was like three days after the wedding, I'm guessing. <laughs> right? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, then we cut to the Zagora Monastery somewhere in Central Europe or whatever I think it says. And, uh, I don't know, they, they, like, everybody arrives, like Joe and uh, Duncan in their truck and Mythos and his buddies, they all, like, arrive at, like, the same time, it looks like. Like, they're all getting out the car, like, pulling up, like, oh, hey, buddy, long time no see. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, we're introduced to, you know, Giovanni and Reggie. They give their, like, backstories like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, 300 years old, blah, 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 blah. And uh, they knock on the door of the monastery and they're like, hey, guys, uh, mind if we come in? They're like, no, fuck off. Shut the door, you know, shut the, <laughs> the little window on them. And then we see Anna, who's apparently there, and she's climbing to get over the wall. Like, oh, okay. Cool. She gets over the wall, immediately caught. Um, as Joe's like driving the truck through the monastery doors and they like bust in. And then like the, I don't know, head monk or whatever is like, all right, all right, stop, stop, stop. You you can see the elder now. Calm down. Let's 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 stop this buffoonery. Okay. You get a little too much action in this movie. Let's calm down. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Mike, they get to see this elder. Um, how would you describe this elder, though? Uh, he kind of reminds me of a clothed version of that one guy from Blade that's like kind of just sitting and lounging around. Kind of a big guy, kind of decaying, but he's like really, really old. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he yeah, he's kind of like a... I, I I was getting like the the blob, like just kind of like, is he kind of fused with the rocks there in the catacombs? Like that's why he can't leave there. Like he's just kind of he almost like a guy made out of moss or something, like growing out of the rocks. I don't know. He's like a job of the hut sealed to it. Oh, there we, yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Needs a little salacious crumb helping him out, grabbing him things. But but he's basically there, like uh Oh yes, you seek my wisdom. What is blah blah blah? I I'm only talking to you because of her. And they're like, what? What the fuck? She got to do with anything? Oh, she's been having the visions. And she's like, yeah, I've been having these visions. And I mean, I was gonna tell you guys, but like, you know, <laughs> they're just kind of weird. I don't know how to describe them. But I like see you guys, and then like you find the source, and then like a lot of you die. Meanwhile, outside Re Reggie, he's like out front of the gates, I don't know, running guard or whatever. Yeah, but he gets this feeling. Uh, that's right. It's like him and like Joe or somebody. Uh, yeah, that's right. It was Joe was out there. And uh, they, you know, we see the guardian doing the, the ridiculous like running like in the distance. And Joe's like, wow, that's a fast bird. And Reggie's like, I don't think that's a bird. Let's uh, let, 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 let's go in here. Let's 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 get away. Let's, <laughs> let's super run away. Oh, no, wait. No, that's right. No, Reggie goes to, like, check it out. That's right. He goes to, like, check it out. He's like, uh, Joe, go tell the guys I'm gonna, 
go into this graveyard over here and see what happens. Reggie's the boy with the Cockney accent, right? I, I I'm doing think... that really poorly. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's weird, but everybody's accents sort of come and go in this. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, inside, you know, the uh, the, the elder guy, he's like. Before there was time and before, I don't know, humanity or whatever, uh, I was part of a group of six who went looking for the source. We were immortals too. Uh, but, you know, we kind of had tempers and we just started like kind of killing each other. But then we got there and something went wrong. And I don't know, there was like two of us. Like I got blasted into this catacomb somehow to just rot away and decay. Um, and the other guy became the new guardian. Okay, to protect the source. All right, cool story, bro. Was that how's that going to help us? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, meanwhile, we're in this graveyard, and Re Reggie's like walking around, and uh, the guardian just <laughs> we see the guardian, you know, running around in the <laughs> in the uh, the tombstones, going, "Who wants to live forever?" Finally, guys, do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> the Guardian remembers that, apparently, even though he... So, correct me if I'm wrong, was the Guardian not locked away first, but then released by this Zane guy when he went looking for the source? Was that not the story we were told? Like, I mean, 15 minutes earlier in the movie? That's what we were told! Mike, any objections to that? I have no objections. I have no objections, sir. <laughs> Your Honor, I'm just a simple country lawyer, but I, I believe I, <laughs> I don't know how this man would have heard of Queen unless he picked up a greatest hits album on his way to Central Europe. Anyway, Steve, so... jokes on you. That's Freddie Mercury in the future. Oh Jesus! Freddie Mercury became the Guardian. <laughs> he really was started working out. <laughs> uh, but uh. Oh, yeah, yeah, we get more about, like, oh, cool, so how do we find the source? And it's like, oh, Anna has seen the way, and she's like, I have? Oh, yeah, I guess. I mean, there was, like, I don't know, flashes and planets and fire and stuff. Like, yeah, I totally know what way that is. I don't know. But they're like, yeah, basically follow her. But be warned, as you get closer to the source, you will become weaker and then also become mortal. They are becoming mortals. <laughs> The closer <laughs> they get to the source. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, then the Guardian, like, I don't know, just sneaks up on Reggie, like, immediately is, like, behind him. And Joe's like, hey, get away from him. <laughs> and, I like, Duncan pops up or whatever and, like, tosses a sword and hits the Guardian, like, directly, like, in the throat. Like, it's... Yeah, <laughs> But, you know, the Guardian just, like, pulls it out or whatever, and he's like, oh, mm, mm, that's weird. And then he just, I don't know, <laughs> he, like, that's right, he, like, pulls the sword out, like, snaps it in half, and then stabs Joe with the uh, the broken sword. He's like, no! <laughs> and then, uh, so, yeah, Joe, Joe got, Joe stabbed, Joe, Joe bleeding out, and... Every, going to everybody gathers around. Of course, Duncan holds him in his arms, and Joe's like, Duncan, there's something I always wanted to tell you. And I'm like, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Come yeah. on, Joe. Be brave. Be brave. You can do it. I always wanted you inside me. 
No, he's like, it's, it was an honor to watch you pee. <sighs> no. <laughs> and then he dies. No. Uh, <laughs> you were, oh, that's right. He also is like, you are my best friend. There can be only one. And I hope it's you. And then the way he was like filling her out his body or whatever, I was expecting to be like, Duncan, I can't feel my legs. I can't feel my legs, Duncan. See, guys, Jim Burns, the actor that plays Joe Dawson, <laughs> doesn't have legs. Uh, Steve didn't know that until season five because he, he just had a, a, you know, a limp, you know, an old. Uh, Even though I told orangery. you. But Steve, guys, Steve also doesn't listen to his wife. I don't know if you've realized this over the eight year, eight plus years of the podcast. What? No. My God, it's been eight years, babe. Wow. Yeah. We have been doing the podcast longer than we've been married. That's true. <laughs> so you two weren't married before you, when you started the podcast? No, we were living in sin by uh, podcasting before marriage. Yep. We podcasted before marriage. Because <laughs> who wants to live forever? <laughs> uh, so yeah, then what happens? Oh yeah, then they uh, bury Joe, uh, of course, with the murder weapon right next to the front entrance of the monastery. And I'm like, guys, I, I would, did you check with the monks? Or are they like going to come out there and be like, Oh God damn it. There's a dead dude right here. Where are we going to park? You know? Oh man. He's getting blood in my parking spot. Can't even read my name anymore. Yeah. So then, uh, I, I don't know. It, it, basically, they're all arguing around there because Mythos basically calls out Duncan like, hey, D Duncan's like, fuck this. I don't. The source is a myth. I don't give a shit. And Mythos is like, dude, what What do you mean? <laughs> Everybody here has been talking about the source. The, the dude in the rocks was like trying to give us directions. Your ex-wife apparently is the one getting the visions. Do you not see how you're kind of important to this thing called the source that's happening? Come Look. on, Duncan. We spent six seasons talking about how you were the most extra special of all the extra special guys. You have so many kings inside your blood. That's right. Look up into the sky. <laughs> see all those planets lining up to, I don't know, oh. ascend you? And they're fucking close. They're closer than the goddamn moon, apparently. Yeah. God, like, yeah, it's pretty guys, ridiculous. stay away from the oceans. <laughs> I yeah, mean, that's, just in general. That's the thing, all the plants aligning like that, there should be some like the core type shit going yes. on. Like birds just falling out of the sky, pacemakers exploding all Cats over the world. Cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. Wi Fi outages. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh... Oh, babe, there's not an ounce of Wi Fi in this entire movie. How, how are they zooming? They have, the, they have the Skype calls, they're, they're plugged in. Oh, oh, look at their hard work. They're plugged into the source. Ah! Turns out the source is just a router. <laughs> Turns out the source was Twitter all along. Just... See us on Blue Sky. <laughs> it turns out the source was, was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> so so anyway. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say it's a bitch quoting the source when I have to quote broadband. <laughs> you can barely get it anywhere and it's like it's very expensive so my clients don't like it when i present it to them as an option yeah look broadband is better than satellite or internet which is what we have yeah. 
don't worry if this call sounds shitty it's because it's coming out of denver <laughs> uh we live in utah <laughs> uh so yeah so then they all agree like okay cool we'll go check this out and then i i okay this part confused me because they're basically like anna where do we need to go and she's like hmm we need to go by water and i'm like all right well that cuts out 30 percent of the planet um and they're like we'll need a boat oh yeah and the planets are aligning to triangulate to i don't know some island it looked like it was off the coast of Japan or something. I, I I don't know. It was it was a real quick shot, and I don't even think they gave a name. Just like, oh, it's going to this island. Okay, cool. I guess we need a boat. Cut to them having a boat, and cut to them pulling up into port. Where I, I, I don't know that it's it's this bad green screen boat thing. It, it's like watching Expendables, like we did the other oh, day, where yeah, the, that was bad. Everything was a green screen everything and a boat set. Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> no, everything made Donkey Kong Country look like fucking Avatar when it came out. To be fair, Donkey Kong Country is pretty awesome. Oh, it's it amazing by ninety three standards or whatever it came out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the captain of this boat, he's he's like seeing the lightning and stuff. And, oh, cut out. Da, na, 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 na. Oh, we're there, Steve. Oh. Hello. Hello. Yeah, yeah, cut you. It cut you out. Okay, but it's got us back, right? Yep, you're back. Yeah, you've cut. You've cut out a couple of times, so hopefully it caught the audio on your end because there's like a couple of moments where like, like your audio just went like dead, <clears throat> but then you like oh. cut, like it come back to you like in the middle of conversation. Okay, did we talk about the captain on the boat? Uh, you started talking about the captain on the boat. Okay. Got cut off. Perfect, perfect. He's perfect. on the boat. He's got his flippy flappies. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so this captain, he's, uh, you know, seeing lightning and stuff around. Um, and he's really spooked when he sees a dead body hanging from a, from a loading hook or whatever. And he's like, but yeah, so he's like, all right, I need to let you off here. And you guys are going to have to walk the rest of the way. Okay, cool. So they walk around and they see this this random guy in a suit who's like being he's like tied up by I don't know six or seven stacked tires and there's like the this this gang of hooligans or whatever like dancing around him and pouring gasoline and shit all around and they're like he he's gonna be nice he. and and I don't know the 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 band of immortals or whatever and Anna. Like walking by, and uh, Duncan's like, "We need to go save that guy." The rest of them are like, "No, we really don't. Like, we can just keep walking. No big deal." But of course, Duncan's like, "No, I'm going to intervene." And so, yeah, there's a big fight, and uh, I, I don't know. Mythos gets like fucking knocked out, or like he's he's getting jumped by a couple of the guys at one point. Yeah, they uh, I, I don't know. Like a fire started, uh, a truck's involved. Oh, that's right. That <laughs> towards the like there's a whole big fight and then there's this truck that's just like barreling at everybody and then duncan grabs like a thing and just tosses it like a fucking spear and hits the driver and it runs into a gas tank and boom fucking explodes yeah everybody's fine right great all right cool (laughs) and then okay we get this slow motion like music video of them driving While we listen to the worst cover, uh, 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 a cover of the Princes of the Universe. Oh, and it is so 2004. It is the most 2004 version you can imagine. Mike, did you look up who uh, who sings this? 
No, because it was so bad, I didn't really want to find it, out who was associated with it. And I yeah. even thought like William Shatner could have done a better cover of. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely like a like a stained wannabe cover band kind of whatever cover. It. Uh, Eric Castiglia is the name I found on the internet. Um, does that name sound familiar? Like, has he done anything else we might know? Nothing I know of. All right, well there we go. Uh, so yeah, so they're driving down a road listening to that bad cover, and they're like, "Oh man, don't we have like a Queen eight track or something we can put in here?" <laughs> but uh, then they pull up to a house, um, and there's just corpses like littering the lawn. Like this is how they're <laughs> they're uh, setting up the garden for next spring or something. And <laughs> oh, they're rich of nutrients and blah blah blah. But they're like, "All right, cool. This is where we'll stay the night, get some rest. You know, you know, night night watch and shifts. Blah blah blah." And uh, I don't know, Giovanni and Reggie argue for some fucking reason as they went down. Wah, who cares? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, that's right. They, they're, they're like arguing and then um, <laughs> fuck, how does it go? It's like they're, they're like in the dining room or whatever, just arguing. And, and by dining room, I mean like, you know, like a two bedroom homes dining room, like yeah. six people. It's a full room. And uh, I think Giovanni's like in the speech, like, oh my God, we've all been around for all these centuries and millennium and whatnot. And we see generation after generation keep making the same mistakes. Mythos. Right. <laughs> like, mythos in the corner, like, the fuck, dude? Why are you calling he me like out? He just calls out Mythos. <laughs> like, it's all his fault or something? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, any thoughts on that scene, Mike? <laughs> no, just the whole time I watched this film, I thought that Giovanni character looked like a Dollar Tree version of Matt Smith's character from that Game of Thrones spinoff. Mm, yeah, House of the Dragon or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> that character but... sucked. Not, not, not the Game of Thrones characters, but just Giovanni. Man, that, he sucks. We'll yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they were doing. They just make him like the the super religious eternal or what or immortal or whatever. But it's like I, I, I he's no Darius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to see what Darius was up to in two thousand. Oh my dear God. <laughs> yeah. All right. So it's nighttime. They got the watch going. Anna and Reggie chat for what seems like a pointless amount of time. But uh, but she mentioned something like, "Hey, you know, you've been around." You know, he, he, he like mentions he's been around like three hundred and fourteen years or whatever, and she's like, "You know, for a guy that's been around that long, you don't seem that um, you know, up on it or whatever." And he's like, "Well, sometimes it's better to seem a cabbage, and then people underestimate you. It's a good way to keep your head." Okay, cool. I guess so. <laughs> Nobody is as dumb as I appear to be. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah then we get uh duncan and anna or D duncan's like i don't know i, I could he was like in the forest crying about joe or something and anna come walking up but she's right. like i saw you watching me or something I'm like wait what <laughs> what are we talking about he's like no no you can't be you've seen people die for hundreds of years why why does joe any different and uh he's like oh i don't know Everybody dies around me. Everybody, including Amanda. That's why she's not in the picture. She's dead to me. Oh. Right? I mean, I assume. 
Yeah, I don't think anyway. he even said Amanda in the film. No, no. Essa no. and that Kate woman from Endgame. Ugh. Uh, Everybody dies on me. Tess, all my ex-wives I didn't tell anybody about. I think Dr. Anna's probably dead, that FBI chick. Uh, let's see, who else? Cassandra, I think she died, right? <laughs> who else did I fuck in the series? There, there were lots, lots, yeah. lots of women. <laughs> did I bang Joan Jet? No, oh, I just thought I did. No, he banged Joe. Yeah. That's why Duncan's crying because he lost his true love. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Putting the nail in the coffin. Eh? <laughs> anyway. So anyway, he gives a sad story, and of course, uh that leads to Pound Town in the Forest. <laughs> Oh yeah! All right, babe. All I gotta do is talk about uh, my dead ex lovers, and then you're like, uh, "Fine, I'll fuck you here against this tree." I mean, it's worked in the past. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, Reggie, he's just kind of—I don't know. Oh, that's right. We we see the, this POV shot of someone's watching them. They're like, "Yeah, yeah, it's the Guardian. We get it." But then we also like cut to Reggie, who's you know been drinking whiskey or whatever all night, so he's like drunk and he's kind of watching them like in the, in the distance, just kind of like nice. <laughs> but uh, okay, so when Reggie's like distracted and watching, you know, Pound Town, we see the Guardian like in the background, like, and he goes into the house or, or like it, what looks like right into the house, and I'm like. Oh shit, this is where, you know, the house is going to explode because he just kills everybody in there and there's a giant fucking quickening and whatever, right? Yeah. And then they turn around like, oh no, something happened. How could they ever get past our impregnable defenses? Nope, even stupider. He comes like like, around the other side of the house and sneaks up behind Reggie. Who's definitely not Richie, even though I keep, I think I keep slipping between the two of them. And, uh, Basically, he's just like, oh, hello, like tap him on the shoulder kind of thing. Reggie's like, oh, no, what do I do? And uh, the Guardian just like slices and dices his ass, just like like a bunch of like diagonal cuts across his chest and shit. And then just like walks away. (laughs) And yeah, Reggie dies. And they're like, wait. Or that's right. They're like, "What? Quick, throw him in the back of the truck. We gotta get out of here." Yeah. And they go driving off, and like, wait, he should have like respawned already. <laughs> He's like, "Really dead, guys? We must be getting close to the source." They we even get a flashback to uh, you know the blob guy. Like, as you get closer to the source, you will become more. <laughs> you know, in case you forgot ten minutes earlier in the movie or something. I tried to forget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then Giovanni is like, well, the reason he died is because he didn't have faith, and everybody's like, shut the fuck up, and Mythos, like, stabs him in the leg, like, see, your faith will heal that fucker, and he's like, oh, goddammit! So, yeah, they bury Reggie, and they argue a bit, and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, I don't know, they, they, like, feel the Guardian getting nearby, so they're like, oh, shit, we gotta go, super runaway, drive off. And then uh, they get down the road and there's like this pile of cars, like a pile of carcasses, you might say, just kind of stacked on one another. And then there's like this guy. Uh, I thought it was like a gate or something he was tied up to, but it's just like a little 
like I don't know, like a TP structure or whatever he's tied to, and he you can see he's moving. They're like, that's bait. Yeah, but we still gotta cut him down. Uh, okay, Duncan, I guess. Uh let's make it quick. But then of course they start cutting him down. Oh shit, someone's hit with an arrow. Oh shit, we're all getting hit with arrows. And uh like a tree starts on fire and falls over on their truck. So it's like, oh fuck, I guess we're walking from here. Uh, they go running through the forest, uh, running and chasing and trying to get away. And it's like the most 2003 soundtrack going on. The background is like this cannibalistic Mad Max crew starts chasing after them. Oh, and, yeah. I hope yeah. Puddle of Mud got some royalties from this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they end up getting uh, shot in the legs and passing out or whatever. So then we fade to like a night, I don't know, fire party. Like they're, they're, they're going to have a feast, babe. Yeah. They say like, oh, good. We got fresh meat. <laughs> Meat's on the menu tonight, boys. Yeah. Uh, but they like wake up and they're like tied up, you know, uh, our arms and legs askew, like just pulled out like, uh, oh God, what is it? Like the, the, the Da Vinci thing. Like, you know, they're, they're tied up arms up, legs down, blah, blah, blah. That's the way they like to pound. Oh yeah. Giovanni goes in this whole thing. Like, Oh Christ, Christ wouldn't let this happen. And, uh, Mythos is like, God damn it, Giovanni. I've met Jesus. Okay. And you are no Christian. <laughs> right. Like, Mythos is like throwing shade all over the place. Now he's like, fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. Um, but then, uh, I, I don't know, they're like looking in the crowd of the cannibals or whatever. They're like partying around, uh, you know, the fire dancing and shit. And the Guardian is standing there. And then he kind of, you know, goes up to him and he's like, hey, guys, how's it hanging? <laughs> anyway, no, he just kind of chats with them. And then he's like, but you, my pretty, you get to go free and like freeze Anna. Because <laughs> you're going to follow me to the source. Otherwise, I'm going to kill all your friends here. And they're like, oh, no, you can't. Like, no, I must to protect you guys. And the Guardian's like, yeah, that's right. Anyway, let's go. And then, I don't know how this happens, but, like, this fire starts crawling up, like, I don't know, this rope or whatever that's, like, tying them all up. And it frees Giovanni first. And he and they're like, oh, cool, Giovanni, you need to free us. And Giovanni's like, nope, the Lord has chosen me. Fuck off, fuckheads. And, like, runs off. But then, like, ten seconds later, Duncan is freed. And he, you know, cuts down, saves the others, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, what the fuck happens? Yeah, basically, okay, they all get free. Um, and eventually, um, oh, my God, the, uh, the, the, the cannibals or whatever, they're like, oh, shit, they're getting away. Time for a hunt, everybody. Yay! <laughs> and, and, I don't know, they, they, again, they're chased into the forest. And... Um, I don't know. There's this one guy that like a sword gets tossed and it like goes into the tree and the guy on the motorcycle like decapitates him. Like he drives into it and it just cuts his head off. I don't know. It was kind of weird little effect they were trying to do. But um, yeah, basically it's Duncan and Mythos. They're running through, um, you know, trying to get to the source, you know, following behind Giovanni's like ahead of them, like into the source, you know, you know, Basically, Giovanni's tracking Anna, and then they're trying to track Giovanni or something to get to the source, right? Yeah. And basically, Mythos is like, hey, you're the one, McLeod. Like, you're the one that's going to, like, save everybody. And <laughs> and then there, there's, like, a line here where Duncan says, 
you're such an asshole. And Mythos's reply is, I never said I was that deep. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Oh, oh, we, my mom repeated the, jo- the joke. I repeated the joke and Steve repeated the joke just to make sure we all heard that joke correctly. Yeah. And I'm like, so they banged, right? Like, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so uh, Giovanni, he gets to the source first, and the the Guardian and Anna... Uh, the Guardian's there. Okay, so the source is like this little, like, mini canyon. It's like it's like a rut, really. Like, like a little trench, like a World War One kind of trench, like that kind of size. Uh, but at the end of one of it is this glowing light that I guess is coming down, like a portal opened up by the planets aligning or whatever. And Anna's kind of standing in that, and the Guardian's, you know, kind of standing around her just guarding her, right? And Giovanni comes in and he's like, oh, hey, this is the source. This is great. Uh, but the Guardian like kills his ass real quick. Um, but then Duncan is there. <laughs> and Duncan doesn't see the Guardian. He just sees Anna like standing in line. He's like, Anna, come on, let's get out of here. <laughs> and and my thought is, you're at the source. This was your goal, right? Right, right. now, like... <laughs> Like, what, Duncan, what come the, on, man. What was the plan? You're at the myth. I don't know. But what was the plan when we got here? Like, that's yeah, that's the part I missed. Like, we got to go to the they source. Just, they Why? One. They just had to go Why? there. What are we going to do? Are we going to pee on it? <laughs> are we going to, like, take it home with us? Yeah, basically, they didn't have a plan. They were just told, yeah, the last time we went there, shit went wrong. <laughs> we didn't have a plan either. And guess what? I, I'm, a, I'm a half rock. I'm Moss Man, and the other one's the new Guardian. So... Good luck. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Were they going to take it home and feed it nachos? What What are we doing, Princess Carolyn? Obviously, they were going to get Zap back to the planet Zeist. Oh. Anyway. I mean, that would make more sense than most of this movie. <laughs> Look, at the end of this movie, that would, that would be like, oh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> it was basically the ending of the second movie. <laughs> Finally, yep. we got referenced again. So they're blasted through the ozone layer and off to planet Zeist in the uh, distant space or the past. <laughs> uh, so fuck. Uh, where are we? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, come on, Ed, we got to go. And then the Guardian shows up and then we get uh, a, basically the fight scene between Duncan and the Guardian. Uh, but Duncan basically just has like two knives. Like, you know, it's that knife that you put them together it's one big knife but you take it apart it's two skinnier knives i don't know so you've played knifey spoonie before that's right <laughs> and uh i don't know anna's like protected by a force field or something because she's standing in the source i don't know plot convenience um plot and there's this fucking scene where she's like he's like reaching for anna but you know uh force field and then the guardian like gets knocked on his back and duncan's just like wailing on him with these knives and it's like the guardian's like sliding on his back in this like fast motion fucking loony cartoons bullshit across the whole trench. Uh, it, it gets rough, guys. Uh, but then, boom! Duncan gets liver stabbed. Ah! No, but he's mortal now. Yep. And then the planets align. And okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Even though he's been liver stabbed, they're like fighting and Duncan's like getting stronger and stronger and feeling it. And the Guardian's like, yes, feel the power. Ah." 
And then he runs around him like fucking Cabal in Mortal Kombat 2 a bunch of times to get the Guardian to spin in place and drill himself into the ground so only his head is exposed. Yeah, he he what? became like a Diglett from Pokemon. Exactly. I know that's what everyone was thinking. Yeah, you nerds get it. It's on the tip of their tongue. <laughs> Mike, uh, uh, anything else you like to add about that? Did I miss anything? Uh, this kind of reminded me of like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah, it was. Wow. Yeah, and I'm like, wow. This is the, the this is the the final boss battle, guys. This is the yeah. This is what we got. Um, look, they could not afford Anthony Delonges for this one, babe. I guess not. That's why nobody's sword fighting. Hmm. Good point. But yeah, basically the Guardian's like, ha take my head, Duncan, if you dare, you know, whatever. But he's like, no, no, I won't do this. <laughs> I'm done with this game or whatever the fuck he says. And then, uh, I don't know, there, there's like a, the, the Guardian just fucking like MS Paint explodes. Like, there's oh, no blood or whatever. It's just like, he was there and then like pixels of him fly off the screen. And yeah, there's like a little bit of an explosion. And then we cut back to the beginning of the fucking movie. And I'm like, no, no, not again. Because I I don't know. We're getting a flashback through the entire movie of like, oh, the the source uh, can't be killed with evil or whatever. Only Duncan could pass the test, not because of his strength, but because of his purity of heart. His love. He was the only one that could, like, I, I, I don't know, because he didn't tell, because it, it, it's like going back through the movie and showing, like, people. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. The recap of the fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, tell us about oh, my it. God. I'm so mad. It was like they were like they finished the shooting and then they were like. Fuck, we need 15 more minutes. Just let's just play the movie from the beginning again. Nobody will ever buy that. They already have. The whole narration thing is like, oh, because everybody else fought and you know, blah, 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 that or ran away or deceived others or whatever. That's why they were killed. And I'm like, no, because Duncan also fought the Guardian. Did we miss the last five minutes of the movie? Right. But no, he was doing it for love and then he didn't kill him. And like, well, the other guys didn't kill the Guardian either. <laughs> eh, whatever. I don't know. Maybe this, it, but once you get to the end goal, you don't kill Koopa. You just drop him in the lava. Then you find out the princess is in the other castle. I don't know. But uh, yeah, of course, the source is not about death. It's about life. You know, all the other stuff we've heard from the other movies. And then she's like, oh, by the way, I feel the kid in me. I'm going to have a child. And I'm like, wait, did they fuck? <laughs> oh, babe, they fuck. Or is it like Mythos's kid or Joe's? Oh, my God. I don't know. Oh, my God. I want it to be Mythos's the, kid so bad. The, the deep voiced kid from back at the Rose Bowl. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, seek the source, seek the elders. By the way, what that mouth do? <laughs> Guys, it's canon now. Uh, I mean, I can't think of anything else. Uh, so, yeah. So then, uh, you know, Duncan and Anna, they just kiss uh, and they're like kissing. And I don't know. It's like they went to fucking heaven. Like, it's just white glow in the background. You know, all the Vaseline on the lens and they kiss. And then, uh, yeah, she's like, I feel life. I feel our child. And then it fades to white. 
And then the black roll credits, guys. That's Highlander the Source. Mike, what diseases would you rather have than watch the Source again? No, babe, you have to ask the real question. Because <laughs> on, on the Highlander the series episode, Mike asked if he was gonna like it. Mike, did oh, you yeah. like the source? Mike, did you like the source? <laughs> I, I'm gonna say something that, that might offend Izzy because like I texted Steve the other night, like, oh, I watched the source, and he's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, Yeah, it wasn't the worst Highlander sequel I saw. And then I like had to sit and like my brain turned on and I had to think. And it's like, I'll, I'll get back to you after we record the episode um yeah. after we've talked through it uh th this sucks is <laughs> a, a two pack of ass yeah <laughs> that, this that, is that's like it? a really it bad fan fiction sci-fi film I, yeah it didn't get released theatrical i think it just went directly to sci-fi and i've seen sci-fi films that had a higher budget Oh yeah, the twelve disasters of Christmas. No, <laughs> no. How about you, babe? This movie is hot trash. Hot trash. Hot trash. Nice. Uh, yeah, guys, this one's bad. Um, like seeing the series and like knowing the characters a little bit more. Like Joe's death has a little bit more meaning than the first time we watched it, where it was like, "Oh, cool, this guy's dead. Whoever the fuck he is. Wait, he's not an immortal. All right, I, I guess." <laughs> I, I I didn't know the Watchers weren't immortals. You know what I They're mean? They're not like, immortals. <laughs> like, oh, wait, how was he able to kill him on Holy Ground? That's against the rules. Oh, because he's human. Or, I don't know. Whatever. Oh, man. Yeah, it's rough, guys. Like, it's even like like a bad, like, television episode. Like, like it's basically, it seems like, like a double episode of the Highlander series. But this is, like, season six. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, yeah, on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Oh, thank God. Oh, when we come back, we have more beer. <gasps> Fun facts. What? And this time we'll say what we learned from Highlander the Source. I don't know. What if we get distracted? I don't know. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> Guys, spoilers. In our last episode, uh, Highlander Endgame, I forgot to ask what we learned. Uh, all I learned was <laughs> woman is a temple built in a sewer. <sighs> Strong rules for women. Anyway, commercials. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. Hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. <laughs> are you a fan of dinosaurs, snacks, dinosaurs made out of snacks, movie monsters, unicorns, cats, dogs, rats, shrimp, Pokemon, tie-dye, paracord bracelets, paracord dog leashes, enamel pins, coloring books, Block prints, watercolor, pet portraits, buttons, magnets, stickers, bottle openers, artist trading cards, or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at Untidy Venus. 
or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? UntidyVenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. There's so many podcasts out there. How do I find the one for me? For so long, I've searched for podcasts all over, but none of them seem to fit my needs. Where's my Nick Cage pissing fire podcast? Where's my monkey tickling? I couldn't find it anywhere until I found everything I learned from movies podcast with Steve Nizzy. And now I get to hear about all the monkey tickling I want, baby. So many podcasts out there are all talk and no Congo. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. Greatest living actor? Nicolas Cage, of course. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. One-liners, plot holes, gratuitous boobies? Fun fact, that's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. See if everything I learned from movies is right for you at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon, free on all the major podcatchers. Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. And we're back! Oh my god, Steve, those ads were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding! What a punch you in the air! You get better every week! <laughs> oh, babe, I don't know about you. I'm a little thirsty. I'm still way too sober. Oh, you got anything to change that? I do. Oh, actually, do you? I do. From Wasatch Brewing, we have the Top of Maine series. Uh, ginger beer. Is it okay? 5% alcohol by volume. Fuck yeah. Ginger beer, the next installment in this rotating series, is a gently sweet ale with robust ginger spice, subtle citrus notes, and a snappy finish. It's perfect brew while taking in the mountain views. Brewed in Salt Lake City, Utah. Nice. Gonna pop this top. Oh, my top. Nice. Oh, it smells like ginger yeah. in the pour. <laughs> That's the first uh, indicator, right? <laughs> but beautiful, very clear golden ale here. Lots of small bubbles dissipating quickly. Small bubbles dissipating quickly. Yeah, very mm. effervescent. Yeah, the ginger. Mm. Smells like it's a dried or candy ginger they use. Like it doesn't smell like fresh ginger. Yeah, yeah, like a like uh, just taking a sip here, really dry. Like, um, like you expect like with like 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 ginger ale. Like it's pretty Ooh. sweet and whatnot. But yeah, this is yeah. dry. Just yeah, nice light. It's dry. It's almost pithy. Yeah. Like in its dryness, but it's not bad. Like, I kind of like the dryness. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, not bad at all. Yeah, sneaky five percent. Like this is just like yeah, this is almost like a like a ginger sparkling water or something. Almost like it's just kind of yeah, there's a little ginger mixing in there or whatever. But 
nice little bubbly water. Very nice. Uh, yeah, um, was it Wasatch? Yeah, Wasatch Breweries, top of the main series ginger beer. By the way, I think Wasatch, or, or was it Squatters? The, the, they, they use the same bottling facility or whatever, but I think I think Squatters is becoming top of main brewing or something. Okay. Like that. So you remember they, they announced that like at the beginning of the year, but yeah, there we go. Ginger beer. Ginger beer. How you doing, Mike? I I finished the cocktail, so I'm like drinking melted ice water. Nom 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 nom. The freshest of ice water. (laughs) Yeah, where you can still kind of taste like what's left of the orange juice and vodka, that type of melted water. (laughs) Yeah, but it's straight from the source. Ah! (laughs) Well, would either of you be interested in any fun facts about this movie? I don't know, Steve. Are they fun facts? Super fun facts because of fun, fun facts. Let's find out. <laughs> All right, guys. Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> uh, spoilers. Uh, with the critics, there were only four reviews and they were all bad. Oh, no. Uh, but yeah, officially, you know, no critic score. But nobody gives a fuck about the critic scores anyway. Fuck the critics. What about that audience score, Mike? What do you think it is? Uh, I'm I'm gonna say eleven percent. Eleven, nice. Izzy, I'm gonna go with my super generous seventeen percent. Izzy is closest. It is nineteen percent with the audience. Yeah, yeah. Go. All right. Any guesses on the budget for this movie? Five hundred bucks, babe. Uh seven dollars and a six pack. Thirteen million dollars. What? Jesus Christ. <laughs> No. Yeah. I think Endgame was like, well, I think Endgame was like 25, if I remember right. But yeah, $13 million. Oh, um, how I, much of that went up people's nose? Oh, I, all of it, I hope. But uh, like you like, said, this was a sci-fi movie, uh, but it didn't have a release. There is a number for a worldwide gross thing on IMDb. <laughs> Any guesses on what that might be? Hint, it's above zero. 1.6. 1.6 mil? How about you, Mike? What'd you say it was above? Just above Zero. <laughs> uh, $560,000. Mike is closest $213,205. I don't... I, like, it says as U.S. gross, too. U.S. and worldwide is that same number, so... Yeah, I don't know. But maybe at a limited release. I, I have no idea. Okay. Joel Soisson, um, apparently he had a version of the script. He's the guy who, um, was it like wrote Dracula 2000 and directed, uh, like Hellraiser four and five and stuff like that. I think we talked about him in the end game. So nothing but, uh, nothing but gold. Yeah, exactly. Uh, his version of the script featured Duncan McLeod living in a gas station in the middle of the desert next to a rundown airplane. Also in the script, McLeod smoked, wore cowboy boots and a hat. And had a pet monkey named Connor. Where's that movie? <laughs> so instead of being like a creepy Batman stalker type or whatever, oh he's a uh, he's the guy from uh, Lone Mar- Lawnmower Man Two Jobs. Yeah, War. I was just thinking. Yeah, just living on his own with a pet monkey. Oh my god, where like where is that movie? <laughs> Uh, let's see, uh, David Abramowitz, who was the producer of the TV series, he was called in to rework the original script by Stephen Kelvin Watkins, as this was the only thing he's done. 
uh, after the producers had doubts about whether it would work. Abramovitz did a major overhaul of the script in an effort to bring it more in line with prior uh, Highlander mythos, not or yeah, mythos, not mythos. Mythos, uh, mythos, you know. But the producers later changed their mind and largely reinstated Watkins' original script, keeping only a few of the modifications Abramovitz made. While the initial leaked cut of the film credited Abramovitz as a co-writer, he was so displeased with the results that he took his name off of the final version. So there you go. Uh, apparently, Russell McCaughey, William Panzer, Peter Davis, and others from the show also had versions of the movie they're trying to pitch. Uh, William Panzer wanted the source to originate from the planet Zeiss, thus connecting the film to Highlander 2 The Quickening, but that idea was rejected. Was it, though? Because I think at the end they just kind of kissed and got zapped to the planet Zeiss. Roll credits. But, lady, gentlemen, we have reached the most important part. What did we learn from Highlander, the source? Uh, Mike, as our guest, would you like to go first? Uh, yes, I learned that Highlander 2, the quickening, should never be bad-mouthed ever again, especially in comparison to this film. Yeah, even the original cut. Anyway, Zeist. <laughs> the Zeist must flow, babe. How about you? I learned that there's a religious guy who's even more annoying than Mythos and Darius. Oh, and Giovanni, who's also a uh, I, I, well, uh, the Pokemaster, whatever. The yeah, he's the bad guy. guy from Pokemon, except for he that Giovanni has cat and dark hair. So apparently he's already five stars above. There you go. <laughs> uh, I learned there can, <laughs> there can only be me. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. There can be more than one as long as it's me. <laughs> well, Mike, thank you so much for joining us here on everything I learned from movies. Um, I understand you also have a social media presence of some sort. Uh, yes, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Fred's Blue Sky. Um, not on the X. Um, X I, is not going to give it to you. X is not going to give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And what can we look forward to on Facebook, Blue Ski, uh, all, all those? <laughs> Blue Ski. Um, you, you'll find that I do an album a day. I've been doing that this year so far. Uh, if I... If I show up on a podcast, which I do from time to time, I will post about it and you can find me on there and you can find me on a lot of back episodes of this show. And Steve, I understand you have a lot of plugs. Oh, I always have a bunch of plugs. But before I get to those, uh, babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere. at Undyde Venus. It's like a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. <laughs> all right, Steve, where can we find you? You can find us everywhere on all the major podcatchers under Everything I Learned from Movies, or hit us up directly on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Patreon, and Blueski at E I L F Movies. That's Everything, everything I Learned from, from Movies. Yeah, we're uh, of course wrapping up Highlander Month here, and guys, going into February. Oh man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a a bunch of fun movies because. Uh, we are our guest picked. We picked a few four guests specifically for them. It's oh, it's gonna be great. Uh, so yeah, I guess uh, until next time, I'm Steve and I'm Izzy. I'm Mike, and this is everything I learned from movies.
Have a good night, everybody. Bye, everybody. He is